Hey kids, you're about to listen to a comedy podcast. That means another medical advice. If you need medical advice or medical care, please contact your doctor. Welcome to the Jock Doc Podcast, Chief, featuring Dr. Chief London Smith and Chief Producer Cameron. Introducing your host. Hello, and welcome to the Jock Doc Podcast, where we discuss fitness and health and how to incorporate our modern understanding of science and medicine into our daily lives, but without it being so boring. I'm your host, Dr. London Smith.com. I'd like to begin by apologizing to our listeners. We have received some feedback about the excessive amount of technical medical terms that I've been using, such as pernicious amnesia and the holiday season. So I'll try to temper my terminology to a simpler one in the future. Here to help with that is our producer, Cameron. Oh, Dr. Dr. London, you're not done with your intro. Aren't you, aren't you forgetting something? Oh, oh, what did I forget? Did it, uh, okay. I well, this is pernicious oh. anemia. Well, this is this is the beginning of our fifth episode. As as you know, our episodes they're twenty six hours each, and we split right. them up. Yeah. Um. You know, split and them up. Our 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 service provider only lets us upload like an hour at a time. Mm-hmm. It's but we're about to we're about to start our fifth episode, Doctor Lennon. So I mean, oh. yeah, you, we need to do it previously on. Okay. Yeah. So so okay. Do you want previously me to, do, I'll do, on. Previously on. Previously on. The Jock Doc Podcast. The Jock Doc Podcast. Okay. What do you think happened to her? Oh boy. It's hard to say at this point. She's she looks like she's in rough condition. Not sure what happened here. You gotta get off my back about this, Chief. Well I'm doing the best I can. You can't control me, Chief! You can't control what I do or how I do it! This is my world! You can't understand it! I don't play by your rules! I think making us both chiefs was a bad idea. A terrible mistake. We need proper hierarchy and authority, I think. Because right now we're just riding each other's ass. Trying to get this case it. solved. I'm in charge, and you're in charge. And by golly, and I say golly all the time, that's my catchphrase here. We're going to get this case solved. And I'm the chief, and you're the chief. Okay, I but, mean, I think yeah, that... Yeah, that was really good. I think that sort of sums it up. I think clarifies a lot. Because for any of our new listeners who would be confused at this point. I think that that solved all of the issues they would have had. Yeah. I mean, I think if someone's coming in right now on the fresh. Like, fifth episode or sixth episode, whichever one we'd be starting. Mm-hmm. Yeah. They, they don't even have to watch the previous ones or listen to the previous ones. You can watch them on the Patreon. Of course, I assume yes. everyone listening is a, everyone is a valued be, yeah. Patreon at this subscriber. point. If I do, yeah, all are we down to, sorry, up to three listeners now. Yeah. Uh, ooh. Well, I believe Miss uh, Jangle Bottoms. I think she passed away. Did, well, did her credit card pass away as well? Oh, I don't know about that. Okay. As long. Okay. 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 I, I'll have to double check about that. I like. I don't want to do grave robbing in a literal sense, but in an illiterate sense, I don't. You know, I'm not sure that I have any issues. Oh, I'm. I'm looking at DJ Dylan's face. He's saying. I can tell that he's sort of feeling like we didn't fully cover everything with our previously on. Nope. Okay. Do you want to? Cause now pl- that I'm thinking about more? it, if, if I think about going back to episode two, it's going to explain s- more. Well, suddenly I'm thinking like, yeah, we didn't even cover episode two at all. Okay. Well, no, I'm sorry. That's, that's, uh, yeah. I just, so one let, of those things were Dylan, you can DJ Dylan, you can do all the editing later and you can kind of attach all these together, but let's, let's, we can add more to this previously on. Okay. Yeah. Just previously on the Jock Doc podcast. Well, well, I don't know if I can be chief at all. I, 
I, I feel like there are already six chiefs and maybe maybe you have enough and I can actually go do the footwork like I like doing the, the in the street stuff yeah I mean I, 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 I just don't really see how they're gonna like ever ever pick someone as scrawny and little as me I, I, I mean I sure I want my chance but 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 like I really feel like I I could make it in the streets by golly it's time for you to be chief along with the rest of us chiefs. It's a great pay. It's it, the salary's so good. Okay, yeah, no, I, I see that. What do we? Have, what do we have to do? Do we have to do something specific to to, to become a chief? No, well, yeah. no, you, you accept the payment. Is oh uh, well, okay, that might be your opinion as a chief. As my opinion as another chief, you gotta be in on the take, brother. Oh, I'm sorry. Yes, you obviously you got to take you, you got to take bribes, and you got to like we we do all the drugs that we pick up and and all that sort of stuff. Yeah, you do have to do a lot of drugs. You got to do all like, that. Prove yourself. Prove that you're cool. The reason why we have so well, many chiefs at this point is because we have really we just catch a lot of criminals and have a lot of drugs, and at a certain point you have way more drugs than the criminals. So, so we had to, we have to do the drugs. Is what we're getting at. Now. Yeah, we had to promote people so they'd party with us, but like yeah. not get in trouble for it. We'd be it's, like, no, we, we promise it's cool. It's very frustrating on, on for, for us because like I don't want to do. I was stone cold sober for years. Yeah. And then oh I got yeah. This promotion. It's it's been difficult, and I don't like it. It's not easy on me or my family. Well, uh, I I I I I I I I I mean, I'm not even, I'm not exactly sure, sir, chief. If I if I if I want to do any of those drugs or or take bribes like you're saying, I I I, I want to be a good chief. Well, a good chief takes the drugs and takes the bribes. Oh, that, yeah. So that's 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 in the job description. Like it's literally written in the job description now. Well, I mean, I guess if you if you say so. Uh, okay, it's not just me. Like I'm saying, like it's filed away this way, so this is just kind of how it's gonna happen. It's yeah, you know. no, I mean, you don't have to get into the logistics of it. It's just you could supply it. Yeah, have your lawyer take a look at it if you want, but like it's pretty straightforward. No, no, I meant the meant I meant I, I meant the the drugs. Oh, you could, you could probably just supply those by now. I, I think I'm ready. Okay, well, you do have to sign the, the paper. I, I'm sorry, we're, we are getting into the logistics side of it, and we do have to do that before we can move on to the rest, so it's... Wow, what a, an amazing episode. I'm glad we finally covered episode two. Yeah, just... Because if you didn't people... have that information of, like, how... I mean, yeah. How we got to where we are now. I feel like any listeners could be... Once again, like, if you were a brand new listener, and you would only listen to the first clip, you might not understand what this medical education podcast is all about right sort yeah. of our vibe so i'm glad we sort of covered all that um but yeah I, th- is that do you feel like we covered enough dj Dylan? I mean, is that yeah look at its face what do you think dr london it's it's pretty hard to gauge honestly the, it's, <laughs> it's a smirk but i can't tell if it's like a sarcastic smirk or if it's more like a like a like a winking like you did a good job smirk I guess going forward throughout this episode, just to make sure people are caught up, if we feel like people are not caught up enough, we can do another previously on okay. if we kind of get to that point where, where we feel like it's not working. His face is unchanged. Okay. So, so, I guess so he, he either likes it as much as he liked the previous thing or dislikes it as much as he disliked the previous thing. Okay. That's, 
I feel like that's usually digital instead. Anyway, so, so that's that's our producer Cameron, and then of course, digital in the house is with us there. Control me, chief. You can't control what I do or how I do it. This is my world. You can't understand it. I don't play by your rules. Did you know the host? And I'm the chief, and you're the chief. You can't control me, chief. I don't believe I don't rule. that we can expect a special guest. That is correct, Dr. London. All right, so look forward to that. Uh, but before we move on, I would like to address a bit of listener feedback. This note comes uh, from a listener from our Tubby Kids contest. Um, th- this listener, unfortunately, only weighed in at 145 pounds, um, and so that disqualified them from entering the tub zone, but sort of as, a, uh, uh, as their w- w- consolation prize, they got to submit a question. So. Um, See, they said, I need you to tell my husband that we were together last night, intimately, end quote. So I should say our Tubby Kids contest is for adults only. Oh, yeah. Uh, that's well, And the people in it are very fit. I yeah. feel like the name does not represent the contest in any, sort of in any way. Was well, it, it says contest. So in any way, I think it. Oh, okay. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, but in like child at heart kind of thing is, I feel like, emphasized slightly. I mean, it's very adult-themed, everything, but, like, I feel like every adult-themed thing is child at heart. Yeah, but it's a lot of, like, it's a, it's a lot of, like, signing up for the military and stuff. Stuff that's, like, buying cigarettes. A lot of it's very explicitly 18 and up. Yeah. Kind of. Yeah, a lot of liquor licensing. and, uh, But, yeah, so, so anyway, this comes from them, and they just wanted, uh, I guess, I don't know if this is directed toward, to me or you, Cameron. Uh, what was the but, question again? I, I need you to tell my husband that we were together last night, dot, 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 intimately. Um, and so I guess. Well, I mean, I can't imagine that was me. I was just sleeping with my neighbor's wife. Okay. Uh, well, so it's that's, not. That's what not, I was doing last night. So They're I mean, not I, accusing you. They're just saying they need you to say it. So say what? Because I feel like that must be talking about you. I was busy last night with my. I was over at my neighbor's wife's. Yeah, house. just sleeping with the neighbor's wife. Yeah. yeah. Uh, well, they're telling. Okay, if it's directed towards me, they need me to tell their husband that we were together last night. They could be talking about their husband. So maybe just reiterating the knowledge they already have that they were together, the husband and wife. Oh, um, maybe he has Alzheimer's. Yeah. Oh. 
How old were the people in this Tubby Kids contest? I, I mean, given that our patient, our, our sorry, not patient, uh, our listener demographic is, you know, uh, at least 110 years old. Yeah. Um, I'm gonna go ahead and say most likely this is a case of I'm I'm impressed they got a note written. I guess is where I'm at now. So, um, you're shocked listener. that a person with Alzheimer's wife was able to write a note. Uh, well. This part, if they were in that contest, yeah, it's oh, yeah, by the end of the contest, they are not. It doesn't, it, it ages you up. Let's oh, say that. wow, yeah, yeah, that's um, the last thing they need if you're like 110. Yeah, uh, yeah, I, you know, I, I'm not in the contest, so it's hard for me to really tell, but um, yes, you so are judging the contest, yeah, but. I feel like you saying it's hard to tell. It's like, this is, what are you judging on, you know? Yeah. Well, for me, it's like caloric intake versus deficits. And like, it's, it's, a, there's a whole, there's, there's something to it. Um, and I guess you, since you're not a judge, I guess it's hard for you to judge the judge. I guess. And you're getting yeah. into a whole, um, anyway, to so, me, it just seems weird to have this contest of incredibly fit 110 year olds. To determine yeah. which of them is the tubbiest. These like extremely like people who could kick my ass easily. Yeah. And you're uh, for some reason trying to like to measure scientifically by yeah. calculating their calories who is yeah. the tubbiest. It just seems strange. I don't I don't know. I guess tradition I don't understand the tradition of it, but that's I mean we're you know, we're kind of it's the holidays and this is part of that. I don't know what to tell oh, you. Like, I didn't even know it was, it's a holiday thing. I mean, again, uh, there are more levels to this tradition that I didn't even know about. Yeah. My I, mistake. It just, I guess, maybe read a book, you know? I, I don't know what to tell you. Um, anyway, so anyway, thank you to the listener for your question. What book? Uh, that's, I, I guess the, I got, the, the Quran is pretty big. It's probably in there, some of this stuff. Okay, yeah, I'll give um, it a look that are like i don't know the screenplay for the second twilight movie also i think had something on it um new moon yes i believe i, I think that's it yes so they so, so you've read you've read that okay yeah i've read that and the crown okay and they and you still don't know okay okay that that's on me then i'm gonna have to uh i guess find out where i get my ideas of tradition um Anyway, thank you to that listener. Uh, now for today's medical lesson, uh, medical topic, gastritis. I like how Gast- it was also the screenplay for Twilight 2 and not the book that the movie that's was based was, on. Okay, that's what I was referring to whenever I asked if you had read it. So well, you, you said the screenplay for the movie. That's a completely yes. different thing. Okay, whenever I asked, I didn't... And I, listeners can go back and check, play back this thing. Because I'm pretty sure that I kept it vague, assuming that you were going to be saying that you had read the screenplay for The New Moon. So if you were deceiving me by saying that you read the book instead of the movie. I read the screenplay. I'm just saying it's I've never read the book. I'm saying it's convenient that you weren't (laughs) asking about, did I read the book? Yes, because okay. you asked, did you read the screenplay for the movie that the book was based on? And the yes. answer is yes. Okay. We're on the same page. We're okay. on the same page. Yeah. Okay. It's so defensive so I'm quickly. Sorry. I just, once again, it's, 
I, I like to keep evidence. I like to document everything. Yeah. Um, yeah, you say that a lot. You, you take pictures of a lot of things and say, I like to document everything. Yeah. Well, I, I mean, there's proof for you, I guess, if that's what you're wondering. Like, I, I really do like to. Just proof of what? I, I, it's just, a, it's just the holidays. On. Yeah. Okay. But, and it's a holiday <laughs> thing, too, that you're taking all these pictures? Not for today's I'm sorry. Medical topic. For questioning. Gastritis. You. Gastritis, sometimes referred to as gastropathy, is an inflammation or erosion of the gastric or stomach lining. Is it a regional thing? Is that why it's called different things? Like people in New York are like, hey, gastronomy over here. Uh, honestly, it, it could be. I, I think it might be a little regional. I don't know that it's necessarily an East Coast, West Coast situation. I think it might be just sort of what people are willing to write out. I think gastritis, because that just means inflammation and it might sound a little less specific uh, or it might sound more specific actually than gastropathy which is a little bit more general of a term that's you know illness of the the stomach um in any case um so causes of gastritis include alcohol uh NSAIDs like ibuprofen that's non-steroidal uh anti-inflammatory um agents uh so it can also be caused by helicobacter pylori infections uh, portal hypertension and stress such as burns trauma sepsis and multi-organ failure uh, atrophic gastritis specifically associated with a vitamin b12 deficiency so take your vitamins um anyway clinically patients with gastritis will often this is all seeming very shamey okay this is i've ne- a lot of this disease same seems like you're saying it's your fault it's your fault for taking too much ibuprofen. It's your fault for not getting like B12 injection shots. Yeah, well, I'm not saying injection. They can take the, the oral medication potentially. Uh, or, or they might just get it through their diet. Um, but I guess I should also make it clear, and I think I made this clear at the, the Tubby Kids contest, uh, it is your fault if you screw this up bad enough. So, like... I just I don't like this blamey attitude coming from a doctor. Do you? I know you do this with a lot of your patients. Like if you have someone who's got a twisted ankle, you're instantly like, "Well, how are you running and standing?" Yeah. Uh, well, you, whenever you twisted your ankle, I did ask that, and then you said that it was in circles, and you were trying to pogo stick with your leg, and it was down a steep hill with jagged rocks, and. Yeah, sure, but none of that should be relevant if you're just going to shame the patient, Doctor London. Focus on healing them. Okay. No, I guess I'll try to, I'll try to improve that. So anyway, clinically, patients who have this gastritis, however they got it, um, they will often present with uh, gastrointestinal bleeding without pain. And it could be your fault, actually. You should say that. You say however they got it, and maybe I caused it. Okay. Me, Doctor like, London. Y- yeah. Like I guess. In what what kind of scenario are you thinking? You watched that Scrubs episode where Dr. Cox says that you can just give, you can just take a handful of ibuprofen mm-hmm. and just throw it at someone. I think it's maybe the yes. first episode yeah. of the show. That- and you said, yes, I agree with that. And so you started feeding your patients handfuls of ibuprofen. Which oh, yeah. Led whatever to they can catch, issue. whatever lands in their mouth, they can take. Yeah. That, well, that's just, that's a and prescribed so, dosage. You, so you're blaming it on someone if they have a wide enough mouth. It, to catch too many ibuprofen that it's their fault yeah because you took this advice from dr cox well and on nbc's i want to say like first of all there 
Um, he, he made that standardized medical advice more public. But sure. that's standard medicine. That's, that's how you approach it. Just a handful? Well, it's whatever lands in their mouth. It, it's, it's, the handful is not all it is. It's whatever lands in their whatever, oh, whatever okay. they catch. So um, I don't, you shouldn't. I don't know. I feel like this is still, I mean, if you have a larger mouth than someone else. I don't know. I'm not the doctor. Medicine. I'm not the doctor. And then, of course, potentially too much of it. You do have this or you have kidney problems, whatever. But hey, anyway, um, so it, gastrointestinal bleeding without pain is gastritis. Uh, the severe erosive gastritis uh, can actually it can present with uh, epigastric pain. Um, NSAIDs or alcoholism in the history is a clue. Uh, the gastrointestinal bleeding can range from a mild coffee ground appearing uh, emesis. Emesis is another word for vomit. Um, uh, that it can be due to a large volume of vomiting of red blood. Uh, they can also have a black stool, which is also known as melina. However, there are no unique... Well, however, listen to a few weeks ago when we also talked about red vomit and very black stool and how it can actually be completely normal because it could have just been some high C you were drinking. Oh, okay. Or like some of the like red flavored honey, sunny D. Yeah, if you're drinking a whole lot of... And you could have been eating very dense foods. We covered this yeah, a few no, weeks I re- ago. I remember that, yeah, you, you kept pitching all these other ways that you could have these things and that I should have been asking about these different colored foods. Yeah. Don't assume that it's their fault. Okay. Yeah. No, it's, I guess I, maybe I'll start including, <laughs> I just have a long line of questions already, but anyway, so, um, so there are no unique physical findings for gastritis. Only an upper endoscopy can definitively diagnose erosive gastritis and upper endoscopy. That's where they stick a camera with a, attached to a tube and they stick that down your throat. Um, who? Who's doing that to me? So that that'll be the probably the gastroenterologist. That'll be the the gut doctor, basically. Oh, okay. okay. Just okay. You're good with that. Good. Um, well, I was surprised you just said that someone is going to do this to you, and I was like, I don't. Who who is doing yeah, this? Yeah. So there'll be a doctor who is this tomorrow. Who does or? this normally? It's it's more for patients who have gastritis is or who have suspected gastritis. Um. Is this? I, I thought that's what this is. Is that you're diagnosing me? I thought that's what the medical lesson was for. I mean, now on our fifth or sixth episode. Yeah. So is that it's you telling me what I'm dealing with? Is that not right? I. I, I okay. Now I feel like you need one of our, uh, you know, just a recap whatever we were doing. Uh, to, to see. Do, do you want to see from episode? You think I need a, a handful of ibuprofen, whatever I can catch? No, I was going to say, just, just to look back at episode three, uh, just because it sounds like you're forgetting some of the, what got us here. Oh. Yeah. That could be. Some I kind of zoned out. On. You want to go for that real quick? Play it? Yeah, okay. sure. Previously on the Jock Dog Podcast. Hey. Oh, hey, so... I, I'm kind of, I kind of liking being chief. It's it's nice. I I I I don't know if it's safe for us to be having this many I, I'm, this many drugs. I'm actually trying to say, change the system from within. I'm kind of rebellious in that way that I'm trying to stop taking bribes. I mean, I've been really enjoying the drugs. Why hasn't your voice changed like the rest of ours? You're still talking on that like pip squeaky voice. Yeah. <laughs> okay. Well, it's because I'm, I'm really trying to, you know. T- lay off all the heavy stuff and like i you know i'm trying to 
Can I go? Here, try this. No, no, no. I'm actually, I'm good. Snort I'm this. Good. Good. So, put so, your face so, in this. So, just put your face no, in this and just breathe I, in. You're just going to breathe I, in. I, just breathe I, in. I, there you go, Chief. There it is, Chief. You got him. Well, that'll, that'll learn him. I mean, he's not moving, but not, that'll, that'll learn him. Uh, he'll figure it out eventually. Well, he's, he's twitching, and, but he's not. Yeah. yeah, but I mean, just twitching just maybe means that he, oh, 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 I need, I think I need more. <laughs> Can I? Okay. <clears throat> All right, I'm back. All right, well, um. Hey, Chief. Thanks for giving me this job. I love being chief. No, no problem, I guess. I, we honestly, we need more. We need more chiefs. It, it, it's still a very big problem since we kind of run the drug ring here now. Uh, it's. I mean, it's not really a ring. It's just an ongoing party. It sounds. It sounds like you're just giving away free drugs to other chiefs. Yeah. It's not to call that a ring. Well, it's because we still have to apprehend the drugs. We have to, and of course. Is a golden corral a food ring, or is it just a? Is it just buffet? Okay. Well, you, you know? it sounds like you need a a downer. Cause you're getting a little uppity, buddy. All right. It's, it's I, yeah. Is that how that works? That's I gotta assume so. I just, uh, uh yeah. All right. See ya. Uh, yeah. Does that make sense now? Now everything yeah. kind of okay. Okay. I will not interrupt. Okay. Go ahead and finish your so, finish your. So lesson. anyway, so testing for um, Helicobacter pylori should also be performed using endoscopy because this is the most accurate test for gastritis. Sorry, for, for that cause of gastritis, and because H. pylori could um, it would actually require specific treatment. Uh, although anemia may occur with gastritis, there are no specific blood tests for that. So, um, you know, also radiologic studies says such as upper GI series would not be specific enough. So once again, upper endoscopy would be the way to go. Treatment for gastritis is with PBIs, uh, that's proton pump inhibitors, and remember that stress ulcer prophylaxis is indicated in patients with mechanical ventilation, head trauma, burns, and coagulopathy. All right, Cameron, you said that we have a guest today, is that right? That is correct, Dr. London. Okay, uh, hello there, my name is Dr. London Smith, and this is our producer, Cameron. Uh, what was your name? Hi, it's so great to meet you. I am uh, Dr. Deborah Upper, MD. Oh, great. Uh, can I call you Dr. Deborah, Dr. Upper? What, what do you prefer? Uh, Dr. Upper would be great. Thank you. Okay, Dr. Upper. Uh, all right. So, um, you know, we we don't get a lot of other physicians on the podcast. Uh, I guess recently we we may have had one or two. Well, we. I mean, we used to. You just didn't like a lot of them. Yeah. Well. So, Cameron, you 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 do seem to have a habit of hunting down unlicensed one. Like you seem to search for unlicensed, undocumented. Well, and that, mm, eh, that's you saying it's unlicensed. Who's who's to say who is licensed and who is not? I give out my own licenses. Isn't that person licensed with the school of Cameron? If I do that, I, okay. So you give what do you give the license for? Just what, just whatever people need. It's like a notary. Okay, I, and you're asking me, is that, is that? So no, I'm not. I'm not counting that. I'm saying like medically, like, like licensed by medical board. I'm real, Doctor Upper. I'm really, really it's sorry. Totally he is one of those people that is only like you have to be this strict scientist type of doctor. It, it, all these other holistic ways or whatever don't count. Blah blah blah. I don't know what kind of doctor you are, but I'm just saying Dr. Lemon's very judgy. Um, I'm not a judgy doctor. 
if that's helpful. But I am an actual doctor. Okay. Okay, so not judgy. Uh, okay, yeah, I'm sorry. I, I, I had all my preconceptions. Uh, hello there, Dr. Upper. I apologize. Uh, welcome. What, what brings you to the, uh, the podcast? Um, well, your lovely producer, Cameron, asked me mm-hmm. and couldn't say no. Um, I am an optimistologist. Okay, so so that's uh, so that's. Did you say ophthalmologist? No, I do the whole body. That uh, ophthalmologist is just the eyes. No, I am a whole okay, body so doctor. I know I, I am familiar with what. Not, I, I wasn't just. It's weird. Out. It's weird because you said you were a doctor. Yeah, but yeah, Doctor Lana, it sounds like you don't even know what these words. You got mean. very confused very early on in this interview. So it's it's not an ophthalmologist. It's not an optometrist. It's an optimistologist. Okay. Yes. Um, okay, so it's the study of optimism. Is that? No, I'm. It's it's. I'm a medical doctor. I just um don't give bad news. Oh wow, you're sort of combating all of this negativity and the world and the universe that everyone's always like, oh this this bad thing is happening. Oh, you've got that. You've got to get this cut off. How many people avoid going to the doctor because they don't want bad news. Wow. I would say that's definitely the number one reason people don't go to the doctor and it's not sort of any financial. It's it's never the money. Anything like that. It's always the fear of the unknown of what they're going to be told when they're there. Everyone has enough money to go to the doctor. That's not hard. Okay. It's, it's that crippling fear of being told something you don't want to know. Wow. And that this is a great antidote to the sort of Dr. London, oh, negative Nancy, you have this disease that I gave you from throwing so much ibuprofen in your mouth, kind of just... I mean, bleh, I've been here for five minutes and he's already been so negative. He, that's... Ugh. Dr. London, you need a few lessons, I believe, on... Optimistology. Being a little yeah. more... Yeah. Okay. And I, you know... I. I'm here to learn too, and it's great to have another professional, you know, sort of uh, here with us so that I can I can learn. Um, so, do you? It's optimistology. You don't get that. So, so, do you like sort of specialize in antidepressants? Is that no? Because then I would have to be telling you you are depressed, and people okay. don't want to hear that. That's a real bummer. Uh, yeah. Okay. So. Do- um, do we like so for example if I, I walk into your office and I've got like my hands are visibly bleeding. First thing right uh, just, out the gate, I'm gonna tell you you don't have cancer. Oh. Oh wow. That's awesome. Doesn't, doesn't that feel good? That feels really yeah. good. I might just be able to leave after hearing that and just go on the rest of my day You'll super be fine. happy. With your hands bleeding and potentially having cancer. Uh no. No, I just told him he doesn't have cancer. Yeah, so I guess that's that's one. So do you do you know that in that scenario, is there some way that you are absolutely sure and convinced that he does not have cancer? I mean, I didn't find any cancer. Okay. So oh, on, so wow. You, so yeah, so in medicine, as you know, we would call that, I guess, a gross examination where you... Basically, you're eyeballing it to see. I also, I also don't Dr. love London. that term because you've now yeah, called him gross. gross about it. Okay. That's so hurtful. This is, uh, this is how he looks at Cameron, his patients as they Cameron, walk. Cameron, you're in. not gross. I just want you to know that right now. He's, 
he he sees me walking in. My hands are bleeding. And his first thought is, you're gross. Is, ew, this guy's gross. He has stigmata. We need to do something about it. Okay. Yeah. I'll admit that when I see, when I see you walk in like that, I am thinking gross in every version, every meaning of that word, because that is, it was disgusting to me whenever you walked into my office like that. You walked in, your hands were bleeding, and you were saying, do, do I have cancer? Uh, it's so unprofessional of you. It's almost comical. Wow. Just He's calling you. I mean, yeah, I, I, it sounds. It sounds like I'm about to switch doctors yeah. well, is I didn't what it say, sounds like. I didn't say out loud that you were gross, but that's, you know, it's a gross examination. You look at the person and that's when your, your medical encounter starts is looking. Already, are you thinking that all of your examinations are gross? I, w- yeah, it sounds like by default, that's where your just, mind goes. That's so hurtful. Doctor, so, Dr. Upper, after, after you make this observation, you, you see someone, you make the call. Is that the end of the... The meeting is that the no, end of it? No, it depends on um what else you would like from me. Um, if your hands were bleeding, and I've now told you you have don't have cancer, which is great news. Mm-hmm. Um, the next step would be to like search out a few other things that you probably don't have wrong with you. So immediately, oh. I'm probably gonna rule out you know um diabetes, pregnancy. I was about to say hysterical pregnancy, excessive blood clotting. You definitely don't have that because you're bleeding. Mm, yeah, yeah. Oh, wow. That is true. Okay, yeah. so you just... I have hands. Yeah. That's so great. I'm not, I'm not any... That alone, that's a lot of things that I, I don't not yeah. have. Mm-hmm. You, you're not struggling from, you know, a loss of limb. Yeah. All of moment. your limbs yeah, are look, still I there. I have my hands. Yeah. They move. There is skin on I them. I assume. I mean, this is a hypothetical. But okay. just because your hands are bleeding, still have ten fingers. That's great. That and I would not make that. Assumption I can't really. So the blood has sort of congealed in a way where I can't really tell what's underneath it anymore. Okay, so then I'm. But I think that's. Fine. I wouldn't maybe then mention the fingers thing if I wasn't sure that you had the ten fingers. Oh, because it's all about positivity. You're gonna. You're never gonna remind someone of something. That yeah. Maybe. Yeah, maybe I, I don't have all yeah. 10 fingers, and that's going to, like, upset me. Yeah, that would stress that. you out. It, okay, that's I, so bad for your health. I thought of one that I might say. Okay. That might be okay for both of you. Okay. Mm-hmm. Like, you, you have no visible rashes. Yes, that that's, is great. Ooh, but are, is this in a hypothetical situation? Because I doubt anyone would be saying yeah, that about me. This is me. A hypothetical. This isn't you. Yeah, sorry. This is this isn't about you, Cameron. Specific. This would be okay. A given okay. patient who t- doesn't have the rashes. Because actually, it, when I walk in with my mm-hmm. hands bleeding, not hearing "My God, you're covered in rashes" would be such a change of pace. Mm-hmm. You know. That is commonly what I hear. Yeah, it's usually the first thing. And mm-hmm. how does that make you feel? Probably not very good. Terrible. Yeah. Embarrassed. Yeah, why are you commenting on his rashes all the time? Well, I, and I, usually I don't say it out loud. It's the judgy doctor. He, well, I think he looks he at knows you and says, now. look at those gross rashes. Yeah. And well, they are. You, I mean, like, I think categorically, if you were to define it, you know, in a dictionary, it, it, they are disgusting rashes. Like, they're not, like, even... I, I don't I don't want to focus on them, but like 
it just it's this huge emphasis on how gross your patients Watch are. Doctor how Morgan. often do you go to this doctor, Cameron? This sounds awful for your mental. It has been at least weekly now. Oh well, my yeah, my apartment is on top of his practice, and I have to 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 get out. I've got to use like a fireman's pole. Oh, into the office. So. And I've got to go through his office to get yeah, out. Basically, the office is above your apartment. And so, a lot of yeah. times, I'm so not even. A lot of times, out. I'm not even going to see Doctor London. I'm just passing by, yeah. and he notices the bleeding of the hands, and then immediately the comments rashes. on how gross your bleeding hands and rashes are. Okay, you know what yes. I'm realizing now? Um, yeah, because once again, my practice is on top of your apartment, and the only exit for you. Which, aside from the whole fire escape issues, is the the only exit for you is the fireman's pole. You have to climb up. So, yeah, I had said before that my apartment was above your practice, Sorry, no, but the it, other way you around, actually yeah. have a. T- well, you actually have a two layered yes. practice, and my yes. apartment Sandwich. is wedged yeah. between. Mm-hmm. I slide yeah. down the pole to get to my other. You know, it depends on how many patients I have in a day. Uh, and then camera's yeah. not allowed to use the the ladder, so. Okay, well, this isn't normally ha- a diagnosis I would give, okay. first off, but addressing the bloody hands. I'm so sorry. Are they caused by the fireman's pole? Okay, now, actually, hold before we move on here, bloody hands, isn't that a British slur of some kind? The, the, using bloody like that? I, just if we're going to be throwing these around. Uh, I, hands that have blood on them. I'm so sorry. I just, this is this is so embarrassing. I I did. I said bloody hands. I'm so sorry. Even in sort of a British slayer, I don't. I'm trying to picture how bloody hands is used in a sentence exactly. I, I guess get those bloody hands yeah. off of me. Or yeah, something because like they're very you. gross. Your oh. gross. Get your oh. bloody gross hands off of me. Yes. So. That um, hurts my feelings. Now, I hate hearing that. Real quick, well, just, to just to protect my brand, are we able to edit out the part where I said bloody hands? I, Cameron, or DJ Dylan, who's in charge of the technology part of this podcast? We sort of just drop most of the audio in a bucket. Oh, yeah. Okay. And, the, and then just sort of yes. swirl it around, and that does Saturdays, most of the editing. That, yeah, 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 yeah. that could really damage my practice, um, I, if, if at all possible. I would really appreciate it. I, I understand you have a lot of power now in this situation. It's this yeah, it's just whatever the bucket turns it's, out. We so we it. hopefully, yeah, hopefully that will, it's just hard to get because audio is so tiny in your mm-hmm. computer. Mm. So when you're sort of churning it out and you're doing all the editing and stuff, it's hard to pick just every little speck that you want. You kind of get the podcast you know, that you I get, would say that, you know, uh, come, come by on Saturday. We're going to be churning it together. It's it's sort of a, like a wine, like a grape stomping yeah. thing. The stomp. As soon as the rooster yeah. crows, yeah. Uh, and you have the rooster on a timer now, uh, yeah, to give it the, the proper yank, and then it, it goes. Yeah, yeah. so um, that's that's at what, 6, 7 p.m. that that we do that? Ooh, okay. well, it's after rooster gets home from work. Okay. Rooster is my cousin Works on the who weekend. lives next door. Yeah. Yeah, works on the weekend, so... Once he gets home, okay. he crows. Sure. And then we begin churning out the podcast. We've been, I just, and we do this every weekend. We call him the rooster because he's the only guy named rooster that we know. Uh, yes. Oh. Yeah. Oh my, I'm, I got so confused yeah. by that. Okay. Okay. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. A That's a guy named we, rooster. We've had a lot of sort of word riddles today, but uh, hopefully that 
That makes a lot more sense. That's straightforward. Yes. Come by on Saturday around six or seven. Uh, right when okay. the rooster crows. Yeah. And I'll try Stomp, to get this. Turn this the, you just basically your foot the, patterns. The hands comment up. Yeah. It, it, it's going to be a matter of how you how you step, really. I, yeah. Okay. Okay. It, it took me a while to be as good at it well, as Well, it's kind of like, like, okay, if I go to the store and I buy no pulp orange juice, I can pretty much guarantee that there's not going to be any pulp in that orange juice. But if I'm making my own orange juice and I'm trying to make it pulp-free, I'm going to be honest, there might be some pulp in there. That's, that's what happens when you make things at home. And I miss that, those little imperfections that make things their own. The authentic. Yes. And so that's why we can't edit that out yeah. of the it's podcast. Like Probably not. Yeah. Almost certainly it will not be edited out of the podcast. Yeah. No. Okay. Well, that is going to be some damage control on my end, which is not my strong suit, but thank you so much, gentlemen. Yeah, yeah that sounds like your job. So uh doesn't really seem like my responsibility. Yeah. It's on me. I I dropped the swear. It's fine. Yeah. Now I'm feeling bad about myself because I feel like I'm blaming myself, like this is my fault, and suddenly I'm hearing bad news, and I thought that you were supposed to be the opposite of this. And that's, I'm so sorry. All of this is making me feel better because this is actually how I run my practice. A lot of apologies from everyone else. Um, this is this is A lot of your patients of apologizing hands. for frustrating you or for annoying you or yeah. for... Uh, yeah, mouthing off to you or Yeah. Uh which is and You're like, I'm not gonna do any I'm not gonna do anything else until I get an apology. That's what you do that's what you say a lot to your I patients. got the scalp on my hand. And I'm like, it's mm-hmm. it's like well, it's already I'm not open. Do anything. This thing's gonna yeah, congeal. This is this is gonna I'm going to perform this surgery. Whether or not you are awake depends on whether or not you want to apologize. <laughs> How do I put it that way? Oh, gosh, such a toxic practice. In yeah, what it's way? awful. What, what do you mean? I mean, it's so manipulative. The, work, the words, because once again, like I feel like I just shoot it to them straight. Like that's my thing is I want to give them just the full truth. Yeah. You know, you got cancer. Yeah, I'm not gonna play around with it. You tell it like it yeah. is. They, if they have cancer and they probably do, then I'm gonna tell it to them, and I'm gonna assume that they have cancer first. Because I, I will say just, that uh, okay. I don't, so the so exact opposite liabilities, yeah. They walk in the door yes. and you say, "Hey, guess what? You have cancer." Yeah. And they say, "Hey, I was here mm-hmm. for my hands that are bleeding." He turns to his assistant. And he says, "Hey, Samantha, another cancer patient just walked in." Yeah, and she and says so she doesn't she, even address it. He assumes they know and that they're already like way already down. So, yeah. Samantha yeah. always, yeah, she kind of she and I have this banter we do. So I'll say, yeah, another cancer patient, and she goes cha ching, and oh yeah, she's a lot of fun. She's a lot of personality. Yeah, she's got. She's she does actually sound fun. I I I should try to steal Samantha. I would have to retrain her a little bit, but at least she's um, gregarious. She'll, you she'll know? take their insurance info, and she's got a big bag with a dollar sign on it, and she'll take their their money. If, yeah. if especially if there's a copay, she'll take that, put it directly. She'll knock on my door, make sure it's you know, make sure there's a pathway to, to see my face, and then she'll be laughing and putting the money into the the dollar sign yeah. bag and. And Samantha's another doctor. It's not like his assistant or anything. This is another doctor who oh. is just carrying around sacks with dollar signs on yeah. it. Yeah. Okay. Uh, they share like the practice. Yeah. 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 Like a cartoon Great burglar. Great physician. Yes. Okay. Yeah. I, I wouldn't say a cartoon burglar. burglar. It's it's a cancer patient, well, presumably. She d- she does wear sort of like a 
black bandana with eye holes cut out and the black and white around her horizontal stripe uh, shirt yeah as if she mm-hmm. had just gotten out of jail and she does have that yes. giant stone chain to her leg uh as if she had, she's a great doctor yeah she's fantastic wonderful doctor, doctor. honestly yeah. like and i don't normally i wouldn't normally say this to other, but like since we're on the you know on this platform um she's sometimes i feel like she's a better like she makes me try harder she's she's so good um yeah so shout out to you know to the doctor in practice um samantha what i i don't she has a I name keep track of every single person's name in the practice yeah uh where are we do you keep track of your patients names or do you say hey guy you've got cancer I, for it's, sure well the minute they walk in the door know, a lot of people are about treating the you know people are like oh treat the treat the whole body treat the whatever like you said you treat the whole body that's that's kind of whole body i don't have time Top for all that you know i, I treat yeah. the disease and then uh sometimes there's a person attached to it uh I'm sorry. Okay, so you sound exasperated with that. Well, you just don't have time. You don't have time to do like everything like strictly by the book. You have another job to get to. Yeah, yeah. I mean, I. Yeah, it's. Oh, what? What's your other job? Okay. Is it being a burglar with Samantha? Not with Samantha. No. Um. And whew, okay, do I want to get into this now? Okay. Uh. You're trying to figure out it, whether or not this is technically a job. Yeah, because it's. I mean, it's like, I guess it could be considered freelance. I'll, here's what I'll say about it. I apply my medical knowledge to a different field where all of that ability to research, all of my intuition, and all of my speed and agility and nimble footing and my, my quick hands and my sort of my, my experience in weapons. Um, all of those kind of come into play, uh, s- not unlike how they do in my regular medical. You practice, take a so. you s- take a scalpel to Samantha's sack with a dollar sign on it to Slip open down. it up, and then it pours into your own sack with yeah, a dollar which sign. Which one would? I've suggested just take the sack. You don't have to transfer it to another well, sack. But he enjoys the violence. But you say, well, no, it's the violence of the cutting of. Yeah, the he said. He said it's all about the ritual. Well, and I don't know. I, I don't put want... my initial like in the 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 inside lip of the bag. I I do put my initials. Uh huh. And I she would know. Oh. Because I initial all my bags. But you would be taking her bag, so it's not like you have to leave anything behind, Doctor. It's not like you have to trade the bag. You don't have to take her sack with the dollar sign on it and then leave an empty one actually though he does have a good point because if he didn't leave the empty bag behind in exchange she would notice that the bag is gone this is a thing cameron so this is this is where it's nice to have another physician on you don't understand medicine on the level that we do yeah that is i am sorry we're we're trained to be highly observant thank you doctor we notice everything all the time um and you know we we're we're playing 40 chess with every bag of money we're slicing with a scalpel so uh, yeah yeah again to call that your second job though i would say at at minimum it's an extra task at your one job uh because it's very well, I related clock out for it i guess is the you know yeah you don't put it on you don't put it on the clock out of your that's yeah. smart well because my... tra- oh well that's very that's very nice of you to to clock out and be responsible. Is it nice or does he do it just so that Samantha doesn't know that he was still at the office and that he is the likely culprit of stealing her bag full of money? I mean, I do it between like three and three fifteen. Like we're still 
practicing. Like it's the middle of the oh, day. Oh, it's like a little lunch break kind of thing. It's when she's eating her yeah, tuna she doesn't sandwich. Go for it's her late, a late afternoon second lunch. It, it depends on the day. Sometimes it's just the changing of the guards within the office. I feel like we're getting so focused yeah. on my practice, though. Whereas yeah, we have a guest I, here. It's totally fine. I mean, yeah, I Dr. was brought I in to more, discuss what I do, but that's. Your your systems are very fascinating. I've learned a lot. Um, I will not be uh, implementing any of them into my practice personally, but yeah, I want to hear about some like tell me about like a typical patient coming in. Tell me about your practice or any plans you might have your for your practice. You know, we are looking to expand um, the optim the optimus. Op oh, I'm so sorry. I haven't had enough coffee today. Optimistologist, you know yeah. Yes, the optimistologist. Oh wow. Um. We are looking to expand to several different states, so that is very exciting. Okay. Um, oh, so you've—it's been pretty successful. This, wildly, this uh, honestly, people, we're, people we're currently it. having to turn patients away, which we don't like doing. Oh wow! Yeah, that's got to be tough. And because that is bad news, we do have to be very artful in how we explain to them that we cannot see them as patients, um, which you is just, its own. You tell them that you can see them. Is that how you start it? No, we usually say good news. There's a doctor's office down the street that can see you. Okay. Um, and it, and that's, we never say we can't. Because I've been getting a lot of patients yeah. that say they came from the, what I assumed up until now was the ophthalmologist's office. You know, um, because I, I've known Cameron, I have been referring them to you. I am now realizing. Or to his apartment. Yeah, either way. That was, that was probably up. not the best choice if they were looking for someone like me. To send them to someone like so you. negative, yeah, so negative, calling them gross. Well, especially um, because you've already told them they don't have cancer, and I will have told them immediately that they do have cancer. And that's a very conflicting, confusing time in a person's life. Very emotionally, uh, a lot of emotional whiplash. whiplash yes. I would say, Just back yeah, the fourth. I, I can Whoosh. see how that can be considered Whoosh. conflicting. Yeah, yeah. Um, so but, I, I will have to find another office to send my overflow patients to. Well, but I, Well, it sounds like you're trying to open up in other states. You could just say, hey, get yeah. on a plane and, and go to my Road another location. One of, one of the states we're looking to move to is Colorado. I've heard and of so that. Usually, yes. usually what we'll do is, you know, if we can't see them because we're too busy, we'll say, you know, like, thank you so much for coming in. We have really great news. Um Housing prices in Colorado are very, very affordable right now compared to here in the Los Angeles area. So that is one positive thing. Okay. Um, so that you can move there and seek treatment there. Great. Okay. And is, is Colorado... Okay. Because I've been telling my patients this, and I'm not sure about this anymore. This is one, sort of one of those urban myths that you grow up with. Is Colorado named after the collars and then, like, hollering, trying to... I had this dog that would that would holler really loudly. The collars the, hollering? The bark, the bark collars? Yeah, and like, but like, there's how dogs are more quiet if you, the, or they'll holler more. I don't, honestly, it's. Dogs holl, that is typically the noise that dogs a make holler. is they holler. Yeah. Right. Colorado yeah, that's what everyone says. Was named after that. Uh, the sound of a dog hollering. Yeah, okay, collar. thank you. I, a, a holler I'm sorry I can express it properly, but yes, that's uh, a collar yeah. holler. You're talking about an anti-holler an anti -holler yeah. collar? Um, yeah. And that's... That is actually, yeah. it's weird. When the state was founded, they had already invented those collars. It was oh. very advanced for its oh, time. Wow. Okay. But yes, uh, yeah. 
So, so, sorry, to, sorry to interrupt this with is... that fun fact. That's just for our listeners. They really love. Yeah, yeah, they love a little trivia this. drop. That's yeah, fun. and whenever I put it so straightforward, and it it distracts them from the fact that you keep calling them gross. That's smart. Little sleight I, of hand. Not, I, I'm going to tell you, not much is going to distract them from that, just because of the sheer volume of times he brings yeah. it up. I, I feel like if you forgot or were distracted, you would be reminded very quickly. Very quickly. Okay. Yeah. You say yeah. it like it's bad it, though. It's not great. That's, I guess that's sub, it's subjective, right? Whether or not something's good or bad, whether or not someone is being told no, they're gross every I'm sorry. few so seconds. This is, and Dr. Upper, I think you'll, you'll understand on this. Uh, when it's the doctor's opinion, it's not a subjective anymore. It is a, objective at that point. Oh, it is objective. It is. That, is, that is sort of true. But again, I treat the whole body and you only treat the, the disease. disease. Yeah. Okay. Um, and so... Your constant negativity is affecting the whole body, not just the disease. Okay. Well, walk me through your patient appointments further. So, so we've gotten past the beginning where you say you don't have cancer. Yes. They've got then stigmata. We'll, we'll do some lab work. Bleeding hands. We are, okay. we are a traditional lab. Um, okay. So we'll draw some blood. Um, we don't like to use needles because people do have a fear of needles. So we'll usually ask them to like, um, maybe like eat an apple, but like very violently. So they'll accidentally bite the inside of their cheek and then we'll just swab the blood from there. So we don't actually puncture their skin with anything. It's self-inflicted. Um, you know what you should tell them to do is to eat kettle chips really quickly. uh, Just the really sharp, sharp, jagged edges. That is they might They might like get up in your gums a little bit. We lean towards apples because they are a little bit healthier. Um, Apple a day keeps the doctor. Telling me that kettle chips is unhealthy makes me feel bad. I feel like that's bad news you're giving me. I didn't say it was unhealthy. I just said it was apples are slightly more healthy. So it is healthy. Okay, I'm good. Because I eat a shit ton of kettle chips. They're a potato. That's a vegetable. You should be fine. Okay, yeah. That is true. Okay, so so you've gotten the lab work from the patient by having them mm-hmm. chew uh, apples really fast. Yes. Um, and get, getting a swab from there. So the, you're, you're at that point. You, you've sent for the lab work. In the appointment, do you, do you, I don't know, do you read them a bedtime story? Like, I feel like if you can't give them bad news, what, what are you doing there? You know? We're usually asking them things about their life. So we get a, like a little overview of their lifestyle. Um, you know, do you have friends? Um, okay. Friends the, are a positive thing. If, if, if they the answer is no, no. Yeah. Yes. If they say no, um, we say that's okay because a lot of people are terrible. Um, okay. Yeah. Oh, you so don't like need good them. news that they don't have any yeah. friends. Yeah. Friends would just detract from your life at this point. Um, people are very selfish. Um, then we would ask maybe if they have pets. Okay. A, a, a feline companion. Um, if they also don't have that, we usually point out, well, that's also very positive because they tend to die before you do, and that is very sad. So you're avoiding that situation. Okay, good. Yeah. Um, but what if, what if one of your patients says, but my cat died yesterday? I'm still really sad about that. Why would you bring that up? Um, that has never happened. This is a curveball. Oh, okay, wow. let me get into the moment. Yeah. Cameron's a okay. patient. Okay. Cameron's a patient. Do you have a cat? Oh, not anymore. It died yesterday. Well, um, that's actually fantastic news because a lot of people develop allergies to cats later in life that could negatively affect you. 
So you've avoided the stimulant that will cause maybe something bad to happen to you, such as rashes or breathing problems. I guess I'm, but I'm seven years old. So, I mean, I'm not really concerned too much about later in life at this at point. Every point of life is later in your life. At whatever age mm, you are. I guess that's true. <laughs> be a later in your life. Doesn't matter how young you are. Five days later is later in your life. And scene. I love, yes, that was, that was really good. Thank you, thank you. One, You're a great patient, Cameron. Thank you. What, wow, one of the things I really liked about that is how, Dr. Upper, you just started laughing at a certain point. That, and that trick I have used, because mm -hmm. if you start laughing while you're talking, it doesn't matter how bad the news is. It seems like it's actually kind of okay. So <laughs> yeah. you'll, oh my gosh, that was the okay. You have, okay. You have <laughs> maybe three hours to live tops. Like you are bleeding Oh out. no. Oh. <laughs> and like, and they're goner, but. And then, uh, then they start chuckling too. Le <laughs> laughter, highly infectious. Yeah. Uh, of course, I don't. I like. I guess you phrase it that way. For me, I actually don't say it that way because uh, <clears throat> a lot of my patients are superstitious, and so they will stop laughing and because oh, the they get about the worried that yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, that's fair. Um, but that's where I, I draw mean, the line. I don't really want to put more on to you, um, Doctor London. But do you think they're highly superstitious because you are always telling them terrible things? So they just immediately think that everything that you say is bad, such as... Yeah, they've got to find... Or they just have to find hope in this world because they're constantly being told the worst things ever. Uh. So yeah, they're going to lean towards maybe superstition and just hoping something else is out there, not just this decrepit body. That's what you say to them. Yeah, well, decrepit is... and that, It's not my fault that that's what their body type is. Oh my god, you tell them they have decrepit, gross bodies? Well, if they do. If they don't, of course I don't. You know, but like, yeah, like a lot I mean, of... as my a patient... medical doctor, I know that most bodies are decrepit. Yeah, they're disgusting. They're You're dying. You're not supposed to tell them that. Yeah, but... I will say, though, with, with the word gross, most of the time when Dr. London brings up the word gross, he's saying, ew, that's so gross, ew, and he is talking about... Like whatever wound or whatever he's looking but decrepit. at. decrepit. He's not necessarily calling the person's gross. He does say the person is decrepit usually. But um, the or monstrous issue or, they have is well, gross. Sometimes. But he'll usually point and go, ew, what is that? Mm -hmm. Ew. But, he does that quite a bit. But usually, so that's, sometimes that's me being caught off guard. And some of the time I do, you know, take out my phone and put it in front of where my finger was pointing at their wound or whatever. And I... I, I pull up a picture of something gross on my phone and then I'm like, Oh no, I was talking about, you know, this, this picture of this, this bug. So. Okay. That's fair. Bugs are really gross. Yeah. So. Well that <laughs> this bug is. Yeah. Um, Oh, you have a specific again. You, yeah. He should delete the picture from his phone. I will it say has that. Saved me so many times. But it he's keeping it. Yeah. Just because just he's, when he gets caught calling someone's wound, gross you could you can save it real quick maybe like oh i know it's this gross bug Ugh. yeah if you weren't so insistent on giving bad feedback to your patients all the time you wouldn't need a safety net of a gross bug exactly but okay well that part can we can we practice it dr lennon just okay. one just real quick just trying to be positive okay yeah no i'll, I'll try to dr Upper, do you want to pretend to be the role play the patient real i quick? would love to be the patient thank you so much okay 
Uh, hello there. My name is Dr. Lemon Smith. Com. Uh, welcome to the um, Prideful Hope and Love and uh, Doing Better Later Clinic. Um, Thank you. Yeah. Uh, all right. Could I could I get your name? Uh, my name is uh, Stacy. Stacy. Okay. Is that with an F? No. The E goes like. I'm sorry. Dr. Lennon, you can skip, skip the spelling part. This this will take a really, really long time. Yeah. You, you don't have to be that literal in this role I feel like we should get into, the, get into the actual exam and yeah, the news Skip giving. the spelling. The, and okay. Insur- don't ask about insurance or anything like that. We can we'll just move on. We'll assume that she's paid up already. Okay. Paid. She can handle that at the front desk. My, yeah. my medical Samantha history took care of filled that, out. The other doctor. My weight, my age, you know all this. Okay. All right. Uh, so, so what brings you here? Oh, um, I, I'm not sure because I'm not a doctor, but well, I it think... it looks like... Can- oh, sorry, sorry. Not doing... Sorry, sorry, sorry. Okay, okay. Sorry. Keep going, keep going, keep going. It's not cancer, it's not cancer. I'm not a doctor, but I do believe a car ran over my leg earlier today. Okay. What, what kind of car was it? Um, it was large and red. So was it... Okay, just thinking positive. Okay, um... Could it have been one of those little electric cars that kids get where they drive it around and it's, you know, it looks like a really nice car, but a lot smaller, a lot lighter? No, no. It was around fire engine sized. Fire engine sized. Okay. Uh, it might have been a fire engine now that I'm on, thinking Dr. about Lana. it. No, you got to spin that it, into a positive. Maybe it was really cool to see a fire truck. It rolled right over above the knee. Okay. Uh, did 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 they? Um, did, was there a fire? You know, I don't know. Um, I had headphones in when it happened, um, but I am in a significant amount of pain. So you couldn't hear the fire or did the you, car. Okay. Did you? I'm sorry, because now I'm concerned about the people who might have been, you know, burning in a fire. Um, no, Dr. London, you're focusing on the wrong thing. Dr. I London. was on a street. Tell- I wasn't near a fire, but the vehicle was on tell- its way to maybe possibly a fire. I don't know. Okay. I wasn't in the car. Tell Did you Stacey get the plates? How, how cool. License plate. No, I didn't. No, tell, tell Stacy how cool it was that she got to see a fire trucker. <gasps> was a fire trucker fire engine? I'm sorry. Really I, cool. have to, I have to break character for a moment. Cameron, you are incredibly good at this. See? This is this is when I was talking about licenses earlier and how like who licenses what. We live in a world where Doctor London, where Doctor London is a licensed medical professional, whereas I am not. Even though I'm clearly better, so at much this better. Job. Seeing a fire engine so is I very license cool. myself. They have flashing lights and they make loud sounds. They make loud sounds. Sometimes there's a Dalmatian on there. What if there'd been a Dalmatian? You've got... You missed all of these opportunities. I'm sorry. I, I shouldn't okay. have derailed this appointment. You maybe have got would have gotten there. I was warming up to something, but it, uh, I, do, I don't know that I would have figured out. Cameron, your hints were helping, but yeah, I, now that hearing you just say it out loud, yeah. it, it is a lot easier to tell what you were getting at with how it was a big, red, cool fire truck, um, and that might have been neat. Uh, I, I was not getting that from your hints exactly, but like, sure, yeah. I, In retrospect, I could hear. Yeah, I I can tell. Like, if I had gone down that train of thought, that rabbit hole, I could have gotten there. Um, so I guess, uh, so, so I, I'm sorry. I guess I failed. Uh, I I thought I really had it. So um, I should probably had cancer. That's the thing. That I I wouldn't have caught the cancer. Oh yeah. 
in that scenario. Yeah, did Stacy have cancer? You know, uh, no, she she bled out. Oh, cancer causing. Wow, Doctor Lennon, she bled out yeah, from the cancer. There are definitely yeah. cancers that that can have that effect. It's not obviously not as common, but you know, then again, Stacy's one in a million. You know. Well, and if she was uh, if she was hit by a fire truck, and you gotta assume some of those trucks are pretty old, maybe lead paint mm-hmm. is involved. You know, there's a lot of different negative aspects. Yeah. You can well, and the fire. Imagine. You know, no, didn't hear. Oh, that causes cancer. Yeah. yeah. The smoke. Because of smoke. Yeah. Mm-hmm. yeah. The smoke Very carcinogenic. And like, if she wasn't aware that carbon monoxide poisoning can be involved there. Like it's, uh, I. But again, you guys are dwelling on all of the negatives. Um, Stacy doesn't want to hear this. Okay. Stacy wants to hear she doesn't have cancer because she wasn't near the fire. She was just near a fire engine. Okay. And what? That was another point. So it was a fire engine and a fire truck. I, I know they were used interchangeably, but I'm wondering now. She was run over by an engine is also what I was thinking, uh, as opposed to a truck. And so it did make me wonder, uh, is... Is that different, and would that have factored in different diagnostically? Um, uh, engine versus truck. Yes. Um, it wouldn't, uh, because really okay. it's about the tire. No. Yeah. And they have okay. they both have tires. Okay. Yeah, I th- I think it's the same. thing, I think it's right? the same thing as well, but it's once again, if there are nuanced differences then that's going to change the diagnosis. This is hard because... I'm glad we took some time out to really figure this out, though. If we kind of stop the momentum of the show to figure out the difference between a fire truck and a fire engine. It's difficult because we're medical doctors. We are not firefighters. You're not car doctors. We're not car doctors. Well, and I did want to stop the momentum specifically because I thought it was funny that we were referring to it as a fire engine and fire truck interchangeably. And those are two different words. Um, they they oh. are two different words. That's mm-hmm. yeah. I got a little sloppy. I'm so sorry. Doctor London no, is I, learning about you're... synonyms right now. He's just I'm... now getting into grammar. He's like binging grammar right yeah. now. Yeah, that's good. That's... I'm admittedly not used to being the patient, so that's a shortcoming on my part too. I'm usually the diagnosis. Oh, you did a wonderful job the as the patient. Any fault Thank should you. be blamed on Doctor London for most of the things he says and does. <sighs> Yeah. Now, Dr. London, when, when you met me, Stacy, as the patient, was your first instinct to say that I was gross? Uh, well, yeah, but like that's, I mean, a patient usually is because uh, you had cancer. Sorry, Stacy. Sorry, Stacy oh, had well, cancer. I, yeah, I see the reasoning here. Stacy was disgusting. She had cancer. She was decrepit. Um, I just, you know, I don't know if we're going we're gonna to fix you in one podcast. Okay, well, you know, we we have other things to do. That was very negative of me. I'm so sorry. You, your whole energy has thrown off my entire brand. Yeah, it. I'm told it does that. That's Doctor London is sort of a black hole of negativity. Yeah. We could maybe turn this into a positive. I, we kind of have to do chores, Doctor. Uh, again, is that is that today? Yeah, we yeah okay. today we got it. We got. Well, I'm sorry, Doctor Upper, but but this is we just have to like these. Le- would, you you like me to, would you like me to try to put a positive spin ex- on your chores? Oh, ooh, yeah. that would okay. be nice. Let me know what they are, and we'll 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 workshop this. Okay. So, th- for those who are maybe a new listener, 
Dr. Linda and I have unfortunately been neglecting our to-do list. We have been letting the laundry pile up, the trash pile up. Dr. London has not scraped off his palms in at least it's a couple weeks. So your palms have gotten very, very hairy. And you have not done it's yeah, it's it's gross. But it hasn't come up on the chore wheel. What is the chore wheel? Because our to-do list got so long, Dr. London and I created this fun chore wheel. It is a giant wheel with all of our chores on it. Every single week, we spin it, whatever it lands on, that is the chore we have to do. And so, Dr. Upper, would you be willing to give our chore wheel a fun little spin? Yes, and I already love that you have a fun activity. Spinning a wheel is so much fun. It's like a game show. Who it's way more fun than being told doesn't love a game show sure. or being called gross. Yes. Um, yes, I would love to spin the wheel. Okay. Yeah, so you just hike up there and then... Yeah, just go ahead and climb it's that ladder. It's a very big... You guys have a lot of chores. Yeah. yeah. And then when you get to the top of the ladder, you're going to have to use the grappling hook to sort of just pull yourself up. Yeah. Just go to climb up there. Yeah, you want to swing through and... Yep, Go ahead. I'm impressed with my uh, physicality, honestly. Yeah. It's been a while since I've grappling hooked. All right, can you give that a spin? I think so, yeah, yeah. Uh, not this one. Oh. Not this one. I, uh, honestly, it's the perfect time of year to do I this, guess. though. Yeah, no, I guess I'm... So, the chore is that we have to clear up common misconceptions about the holidays the guys the holidays are are coming up yes and, and we unfortunately as, as years go on traditions and legends and lore and all this stuff revolving all the different holidays around this time of year it kind of gets mm-hmm. changed it gets caught up it gets manipulated or marketed or coca-cola turns it into blah 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 yeah. we are here to set the record straight on some of these old holiday traditions mm-hmm. for example yes. I, I can I can I can just do this right now because there's a misconception that ooh has been grinding okay. my gears, Doctor London. I watch all these movies about Santa Claus, right. for example. Every single one is about how he is obsessed with milk and cookies. Oh uh, yeah, I heard about this. Oh, I'm gonna go down the chimney. I'm gonna get this milk. I'm gonna get this cookies. That is, that is that could not be further from the truth, Doctor London. Oh. oh, that ha- well, that okay. is only people only think that because you know Famous Amos, the yeah. cookie brand. Of course. They, that was a huge part of their marketing scheme, was to convince people that Santa was this cookie Wait, freak. You're saying part of, part of Christmas tradition was based in commercialism? It was just a weird capitalist yes. ploy to sell cookies? Uh, I don't... It, I, it's shocking, I, I know, and it's hard to believe. I don't know if I believe that. But the reality, that is not what Santa wants at all when he comes to that chimney. What Santa wants is he wants to be able to use your printer. Yeah. And he only wants to be able to use it for, like, he only needs it for a few minutes. He just has some stuff that he needs to print off. He doesn't have his own printer. No, he needs to borrow, he's got to borrow your printer. He's got tickets to print off. He's also got some things for work. And he's got some other things. He could also use 50 bucks. Yeah. He would love to be given 50 bucks. That's so much more useful to him. Because the overhead for the for the business it's he awesome. runs it's is a yeah, ton. Yeah. And that is a it doesn't generate a lot of business. revenue on its own. Yeah. It's it's purely the, loss. like they're supported, yes, by advertising, but especially in this yeah. day and age when you got ads everywhere and they just diluted yeah. the amount that they, it's just he could really use fifty bucks. So fifty bucks or 
letting him use your printer. That's what Santa really wants. And I'm glad that we're clearing mm-hmm. the record on this today. Yeah. Now, Dr. Hopper, is there any, I mean, any thing about the holidays that you're just tired of hearing of and you want to clear up? Um, personally, yes. Um, for me, it's the uh, use of tinsel. Oh. The, oh. the shreddy kind, not the garland. The garland is fine. Okay. But the insistence on yeah. using tinsel in your trees. Yeah. Um, tinsel was originally created as dental floss right. by, by Big Dental. Wow. Um, okay. Oh, no. And so they like just kind of shoehorned it into the holiday. Right. To start yeah. the subliminal messaging of you should be flossing more. Because you know you dentists. Should always be flossing. Okay, and yeah. They're always yeah, they're on liars. you. They're yeah. always on you about the flossing. Flossing, actually, very bad for you. It's just jamming the food deeper into your gums. Oh, further up into your okay. gums. But dent- dentists are such bullies that they're just trying to, ugh. I know, Dr. London, dentists are kind of your natural enemy, Yeah, we right? fight like, on, on, what is it? Uh, fri- yeah, Friday evenings. Um, We'll we'll have a bout, usually. Uh, it's kind of nice to find right, a common you, ground you got, with yeah. you, Doctor London, because yeah. we've been at odds this whole time. It's kind of nice but, to find. Some... But when we go, yeah. Oh, you also show up in the alleyways oh, Friday night to rumble, like, uh, yeah. snapping your yeah. fingers, ready to rumble with those yeah. dentists. All, yeah. all doctors no, I... are aware. You Friday see these nights, videos fight nights. Okay. all over YouTube of the doctor versus dentist fights. Like it comes up. It's, D- it's called D and D. Yeah. Um. <laughs> That's right. Uh. And you know, one other point that you that you were making with the tinsel, uh, tinsel town named after this whole folklore myth, and that's why trying to make it seem glamorous, yeah, and why everybody has these. They're supposed to have nice teeth because of the, you know, it's uh, once again. I'm sorry, I'm just into these name origin things, and so that's why it had to you know, come up again. You know, um, if you're into name origin things, my name actually has an origin. Okay. Um, the, re- the reason I am Dr. Deborah Upper. Um, as a child, I was mercilessly bullied. So oh. as it really formed who I am as an adult now, and I didn't want to be a downer. Um, so I, I married someone with the last name of Upper. Yes, that's the So that I could take their name. That, yeah. yeah, yeah. I He's actually an awful person, but the name is good. I was about to ask, do you like your husband at all, or is that... I don't. It was more it for, was the, for name. the name. It was for the name, purely. He actually... Yeah, yeah, he lives in a different state at this point. It's better. You were, you, you were tired of people bullying you by trying to make you quote Rachel Dratch lines from yeah. Debbie Downer characters on yeah, SNL. It was, Everywhere it was you incessant. go, it's like, say the SNL lines. Oh, and everyone be like... No. Oh no! So um, when I so I married and took his name to become Doctor Deborah Upper. Um, I don't let anyone call me Debbie anymore, and uh, you know my husband is just the worst. But oh. got that last name, baby. He's yeah. got that name. Yeah, we needed got from that relationship. Name. I yeah. did. I did. I really did. Oh, that's great. Yeah. Okay. So um, oh, I guess Doctor Lynn, do you, yeah? Do you have a, maybe a holiday? tradition or lore or anything yeah. that just grinds your gears because they get There's it wrong one that i'm so mad about okay so you know people hang up mistletoe to and and the the sort of myth thing is you're supposed to kiss under mistletoe well sure for one thing it is some some people know this but mistletoe is actually poison okay 
And the reason why they insist on the kissing under it is because Big Poison, back in the day, wanted to make it seem nicer to kiss around your poison products. They wanted to normalize that. They wanted to... You know, you know, like like diamonds, they they pair that with romantic relationships. Same with poison. Sure. So they kept saying like, oh, mistletoe is, oh, you love how poisonous this plant is. And also it's great for romance. And so they kept yeah. trying to pair them up, pair them up, pair them up. And that's I how actually, we have this screwed up tradition. I'm sorry. Yes. I, d- I did know this. Um, I have often tried to kiss my husband under the mistletoe mm-hmm. because if he passes away, I can keep using the name. And you, and, and don't you poison have to, him in the don't process. Have to yes. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay. It hasn't yeah. been effective yet, but yeah. And oh, and that that is if we go back, if we actually trace the tradition all the way back, like we're supposed to, back to its roots, then we mm-hmm. would be poisoning each other with mistletoe, building up a resistance, so that when the holidays come and our enemies dine with us, we can put mistletoe in everything, and. You know, those of us who've built up the resistance are fine after the meal, and our enemies, you know, pass away from it. Anyway, that I, was actually the first uh, dentist versus doctor battle. Was mm-hmm. um, a bunch of doctors poisoned a meal with dentists mm-hmm. with mistletoe. And and but this is why every family every family has to have a taste tester yeah. these days. It's this kind of stuff, and it, that stuff is expensive. Yeah. But you got to have it. You got to have someone to, tr- yeah. to taste everything. And yeah, I guess, of course, to make sure. You're yeah. Not being poisoned. And that, that go, it kind of goes without saying, but yes, that is another holiday tradition that I don't care for. Is the tester because the they, testers they eat too yeah. much. Can I just well, say and, that they always say I'm just going to take a bite and they eat like uh-huh. a third of and it. And the music selection and they're doing that for everyone's meal. It's kind of like okay, that's like you're eating like four meals at, at that point. At our house, they usually insist on being the DJ too, so that's a whole other thing. Ugh. Oh, do you do you use Dylan as your taste tester too? Yeah, uh, yeah, I use him too. He eats like a third of every single plate that I have. I'm not crazy about it, but I also don't want to be poisoned. Yeah. So. Price you have to pay. It's it's a high cost, yeah. but uh, I, uh, I don't want to say Dylan's taking advantage of you guys. But my taste tester does not take a third of the food. He is a very wet eater, which I'm not a fan of. Mm. Okay. A lot of like pours water on it first. Yeah. 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 Okay. He doesn't have teeth because we're very anti dentist in the household. Yeah. So he has to soften the food before he eats it. Yeah. Oh, he doesn't have the steel implants yet. No. 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 Yeah. Well, it's some people gotta get those. Not unlike you know people who are vegetarian or vegan by choice due to the the animal involvement, whatever. Um. Similarly, some people take the stronger. I I guess I wouldn't even say stronger stance, but make a stronger um t- take a stronger open position against dentists by having their teeth removed completely mm-hmm. um, oh, it's voluntary yeah. commitment to yeah. the cause of anti-dentistry mm-hmm. not because the minute you have teeth vegetarians. you have to go to a dentist and then you're giving money to big mm-hmm. dental yeah which wow you're part of the yeah, problem <sighs> uh well i i feel like we 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 finished the chores right i yeah. think that's so, it um dr yep. upper if you wouldn't mind uh, we do have to destroy the chore wheel every week because, uh, well, it's it's all sort of in the specific shape, and we add new chores, take away chores every week. So I have to I have to climb back up. If you could climb back up, and okay. if she could just topple it, I think that would be enough to destroy it. E- that would yeah. be pretty okay. good. Okay. Yeah. I'll I'll see what I can do. Just go ahead. Okay. 
Yeah, and then so you just want to just push that it over. Rickety, so you can watch out for that. I uh, it, I it's a little it's a little bottom heavy. I don't know. Yeah. If... No, it'll do that. Okay. Uh, that's uh, good. Is, uh, are you guys a safe distance? I no, but go ahead. Okay. Not at all. But okay, I'm it's fine. coming down. Oh, okay. Oh, no, no. Okay. Oh. Oh. Oh, okay. The, okay. the dust is settled. Yeah, you guys are fine. Yeah, it's um. Wait. Yeah. Uh, how do I get back down? Oh no, that's that's where you're Ooh, gonna be yeah, that's, now. Um. Yeah, that's kind of your there's, spot. Is there not a fire? Is there not a fireman pole over here? Uh, it's like a fire engine pole, I think. I'm not sure. There's one you can climb up, but not one you can go down. Unfortunately, it only goes one direction. Yeah. Okay. Uh, so if if that's helpful, um, it's I not. guess okay. Well, it's you know I I I feel like we're we're, we're kind of stuck. Here. So so I guess thank you so much to Doctor Upper for being on the podcast. Great. Um, let's see. Uh, is there any way for our listeners to uh you know to keep track of you to, to to follow up with you after this to keep up with you or anyone you're a fan of? Yeah. Um. Uh. My doctor's office is on all social medias at Janine Nicole. It's J A N Y N I C O L E. Instagram, Twitter, Snapchat, probably. No idea. TikTok. Yeah. yeah. All the places. Janine Nicole. Mm -hmm. Okay. All right. Uh. All right. And of course, I guess if if anyone wants to follow us, we are at Jock Talk Podcast. So that's you know that's also. So something you could check out. Uh, it's an yeah. option. We have a Patreon. Yeah. If it, like if we have a Patreon with extra content and videos and all sorts of goodies, Doctor London will make you a sandwich. How yeah. much is the subscription to have a Not sandwich? Not willingly. It's yeah. three hundred dollars. It's a hefty sandwich. Weekly, okay. yeah. Weekly, I thought it was like I thought it was daily. I thought we said just for the a cup of coffee every second. No, sorry, the the payments. Just for the cost. The payment of... is daily. Oh. The sandwich is weekly. Uh, like I, I make gotcha. the sandwich weekly. Okay, okay. The payments come daily. That oh right, out. okay. Uh, yeah, that's just um, I like I I'm not the accountant, you know, uh, I I don't handle all that. So uh, anyway. No, that's also DJ Dolan. Yes. Thank you to uh, yeah, Doctor Deborah Upper. Thank you to our producer Cameron. Thank you to Digital the Hose. Digital the Hose. I apply all my intuition, all of my speed and agility and nimble footing, my, my quick hands, my, my experience in weapons, um, all of those kind of come into play. Bloody hands. 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 I guess get those bloody hands off of me. Bloody hands, isn't that a British slur of some kind? And are we able to edit out the part where I said bloody hands? Bloody hands. Bloody hands. Bloody hands. Bloody 
my my quick hands, not my experience in weapons. Um, all of those kind of come into play. My name is Dr. Lennon Smith, Tarcom, and this has been the Jock Doc Podcast. See ya. Mm-hmm.